Hey guys, and welcome to the Family Business Indaba podcast. We are the voice of African family business, promoting generational wealth and generational legacies. And my name is Susan Tendi. And I am Nika Amani. And we're going to be taking you through the journey of African family business. Hello everyone, welcome um, to Africa Family Business Research Conference. Um, this afternoon we'll have Ms. Sue Horoth and Mr. Dave Clarkson, both of the family business community, present on exploring cultural differences within family businesses. So you're welcome, Sue and Dave. Over to you. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, we're really pleased to be yeah, here. Yeah, hello everyone. Yeah, thank you very much, firstly, for inviting us to be part um, of this conference. And we've been dipping in and out of some of the other sessions, and it's been great. So we're not feeling the pressure at all, are we, Dave? <laughs> so, no, but um, so first of all, what we're just going to share our screen there with us. So what we thought we'd start off doing is just before we, we get into the crux of our presentation is just talk you through a little bit of who we are and the family business community. Um, so the family business community is actually the, the name and the brand name that we use for our rest of world activity within the family business uh, sector. In the UK, we're, we're known as the Family Business Network. But um, within, we felt in terms of our worldwide brand and talking to families across the world that we were actually embracing and engaging and bringing that community together. So hence uh, the name of the family business community. But just to give you a very quick snapshot of behind the scenes of who we are. Um, I'm Sue Howarth. This is Dave Clarkson. We're both um, founders and co-directors of the the family business community. We actually founded back in 2014. Our everything that we do is storytelling, learning, and knowledge transfer with all our family businesses. And Dave, before we move into the presentation, do you want to just say a little bit more about what we do? So. Yeah, so we really are sort of the practitioners, really working with um, family organisations, uh, which started off purely in the UK and now uh, on a worldwide basis. So it's real-time working with different organisations uh, and developing it from, if you like, the family themselves and then developing things right through the culture of the organisation, hence why our sort of presentation today and our discussion with you all is around the, the cultural differences because we've experienced many and rather than from a research perspective uh, or from a, an academic background, it's real time with us running businesses directly ourselves and then going in and for the past seven years working directly with all sorts of different family business organizations. And we're going to share some of those cultural uh, stories, if you like, from businesses uh, around the world that we've been working with. Okay. Um, yeah, I think what we want to also make sure from yourselves is we want this to be as interactive as possible. So any anything you can sort of post in, in the chat or the, the Q&A, that'd be really helpful because we can want to ensure that we try and bring that within to the conversation of our presentation. But also we want to learn from yourselves, uh, you know, during during sort of what we're going to talk about with exploring those cultural differences. So we thought we'd actually set the scene, first of all, in terms of 
the culture, first of all, defining that. There are many different ways of doing it. So what we wanted to present to you really is our version, so our expression of culture, um, so as you're seeing there. So culture to us starts with, as many of the family businesses refer to themselves as custodians. So the generational side within those businesses, they are not owners of the business, they're custodians of that business. So custodians of the family business, their own personal beliefs and values and how they've been influenced by their past generations. This is then instilled in how they want the foundations of the business to look, act and feel. So this isn't written down anywhere previously. This is by definition, uh, through our experience to date, the whole feeling around what a culture is. Yeah, and I think it's really important on that, that part from yourselves and the expertise within the audience here today. Um, we, you know, we do our own research through our own family, actually talking to the family businesses. But, you know, we do read the reading material that's out there. And there's so many different expressions of culture. One of our values is about being bold, which actually is why we felt that today we wanted to really from our own learning and our own understanding is, is sort of say what our own expression of culture is um, and I'm sure many of you will resonate with many of the material that's out there with the wordings, but it's it's very much a formula of, of how we work and what we do. So I'm going to take you now forward into many years ago, we ran a set of um, workshops and we introduced a whole range of families. This is purely from a UK perspective initially. And over a two-day period, the whole kind of funneling down, if you like, of what everybody was, was looking for was by default it became they were in pursuit of harmony. They were in pursuit of balance, if anything, between uh, with Sue and I and the work that we do right across the regions. It's, it's all about sort of developing that, um, that theme around all of this. You know, we, we talk about rational and emotional. And I'm sure uh, many within the audience would, would resonate with that as well. That within the family business sectors, it's all about having a rational business, yes, but it's the emotional side. And it's those two things together where we're trying to get the balance. But ultimately, that helps by default create the culture for the business. So overall, the whole idea to this would be harmony. Harmony. It is that very much that point of harmony. And, and many of the family businesses we speak to, it's actually, yeah, it's almost that they want an easy life in terms of their culture and of where they can get to um, in, in terms of, of that side. And then, sorry, we just move on the side. This then moves into what we define if taking culture right the way back. So the DNA, the DNA of those families from that inception of that family business itself, the culture and the starting and development of that. This is, again, right across the world in terms of its starting point, really. It's how you translate that. So we start off with the idealistic side. This is what we are as a business, as a family, starting out on our journey. But it's really important over time that that translation from generation to generation takes place. Otherwise, it starts to unwind itself. You've got some other thoughts on that too. Yeah, I think it's in terms, of, it comes back to that influence, doesn't it? In terms of, of that, the DNA and, and sort of almost we were, we were talking before the presentation today actually goes back to the bloodlines as well. Um, and, and, and bringing that together again back to the pursuit of harmony. But at the same time, it's just ensuring the communication and the influence is is created throughout and then a final part really to this we talk about the dna and then the almost the the evolution of something within the culture 
So making sure that the generational science changes over time, yes. But then what we've got to the point is that for a culture not to change is a negative part of this. To start out with that, that infancy of what it was all about, if it becomes a blocker going forward, so you're actually tied to something that that culture isn't going to change, we found over time, and again, talking to different organisations and families across the world about this, that there has to be a point where the culture has to be malleable. It has to really be able to shape and develop itself, not to a point where it's going to crack or break, but it's actually there's that opportunity to develop, as we know through the generational side, other ideas come into play. Uh, and we'll, we'll actually talk to you a little bit later about a particular case study which is relevant to almost taking what was tradition mm -hmm. within that family, but actually making it very relevant to, to now and today and that change that took place. I think as well with that, with and thinking to some of the, the family businesses that we speak to, that can be quite a sticking point for some generations, isn't it? And, well, this is, this is who we are. This is our mantra. This is our makeup. And, and it is about... Yeah, having that elasticity, being not being afraid to take that forwards. But I think the key with this, and, and we've um, touched on this just before, is whatever that culture is, it's driven through from the leaders, but it has to be then taken down. Well, it has to cascade throughout. Cascade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's almost, uh, we're, we're working with an organisation right now with that, that example again of talking to them, saying at the top, they know what the culture is. However, actually then defining that throughout the organisation, what does each area of the organisation really need to know about the original culture? Mm -hmm. uh, but again, we'll, we'll come back and share that. So that sort of takes us through now where we'd like to share sort of a journey of different cultures in different areas and how we've experienced them within those organisations. I think um, what we'd like to do, and, and we felt because of the audience here today, though, is we felt it would be, um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on culture, your thoughts of culture on family businesses in Africa. So I don't know um, whether there's anyone who is happy in the audience to give their opinion of what they think that may be, or, or to tell us and educate us. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, Sue um, and Dave, I, I think um, we, we caught up on that the last two days in terms of cultural differences, in terms of le uh, religion, um, in terms of gender, um, in terms of size, um, even something as simple as the definition of family businesses that doesn't even exist in some African countries. So, yeah, uh, th th we pick that up almost in every session. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we'll take those themes to the, to the other countries now. I think it's sort of safe to say we'll, we'll move yeah. around to some of the other areas now and how it translates and how it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. So I think we wanted to start with um, a family business that, that we've, well, we've recently talked to and interviewed and we're actually going to do a further interview with them. And they're based in, they're worldwide, but they're based in Germany. Um, and they are made up of, um, I think that the thing for their generations was, is that in terms of the culture, that it was very much driven by um, the authenticity of where they came from, wasn't it? And, and that driver in terms of their roles within the family business and, and the surrounding factors. So the first generation 
was everything around the culture was very much around the invention and the innovation. That's right. Um, the um, sort of the next generation worked very much around well how do we then cascade those those elements of our culture not just through our organization but to our clients and potential clients across the world and then the third area was then bringing it to more the current day was keeping those those cultural aspects right from the start of the business through to now, taking it more into a digital age. Yeah, it's very much almost what we, they, they defined it as, it is the almost like the German way. And it was the sort of very much around, they talked about, we take tradition, but we, we take that and we innovate. And they're almost like a, a discord with those two things, that innovation is all about tradition. Well, how does that work? And saying we, we almost take the the family ethos that was there originally, but it's really, really important now for this modern day age from where we are now is that we must innovate the processes, the tech side of things in the organization. It must be transforming at all times. And how that sort of related back with the, the current generation. So remembers as a small child, the present owners saying, going back to when they were their grandfather walking down onto the beach and they made a, they made a fire and they were saying, this the grandfather talking to his uh, grandson saying, this is all about building the fire. So starting, if you like, in the business, actually creating it. So we take the wood, we start the fire. Then it's about building that fire, igniting the flame, growing and developing as we go. But in order for that sustainability to happen, it's about seeking out the right wood to continue the fire to burn. And that's really on the generational side of things. They're forever seeking out what was the original ethos of the family, the traditions behind the culture, in order for that to stay alive, we must actually stay very much of the now, looking all the time at the processes, the technology, mm -hmm. the individuals that they're bringing in, the, the right sort of firewood almost into the business to keep that going. And, yeah. and really, you know, over in Germany now, they're having phenomenal growth uh, development around that. But everything, and it's interesting, you come back, you've talked about some of the elements of the religion differences and, and, and the other areas. Their, their business is very much built through, um, it's a true example of the behaviours at the different, for all of the teams cascading down. And, and that fire, going back to that fire story, that, that absolutely builds on that. And that's something that, that's, um, cascaded through. And then if we take this across to sort of a, a completely different part over in Sri Lanka, uh, again, engaging, working with the organisations across there, the overall cultural part in the Sri Lankan businesses is always about giving back. Their purpose is very much to be profit-making as an organisation. So those families are in pursuit of profit, but profit not for gain. The profit is there for returning back into the communities. And again, it almost goes back three generations and talking to those different families and organisations where it was with the grandparents almost instilling this and the great-grandparents that anything that was brought back into the family at that time, and we're talking about here sort of food with sweets and things like that, that they remember, everything being cut up and immediately being told to go and share that out in, in sort of the local communities with everybody else. So, everything about the setup within all of the family organizations so absolutely be as successful as we can be as profitable as we can with what we're doing but it's that purpose-driven side where we must now be employing from the local economy 
developing their local economy, any additional funds coming into that must be enhancing what we're doing around us. And that's something that we, we certainly don't have necessarily in the UK, and we found that in other countries, mm. that that wasn't their driving force. So certainly from a Sri Lankan perspective, that's that's very much how it works. Yeah, and I think through that, um, and you go coming back to the community and the people within the community, they want to do everything they can, but the drivers for the for the people and their behaviours and the influence are absolutely key. Still, they still have to have that measurement, don't they, of the culture for bringing them into to the organisation. Yeah. So from there, and then. Um, Obviously, we wanted to um, sort of talk about, we've got some examples from Asia, but, but I think very much we wanted to use an example actually through um, a family business uh, that we spoke to, um, and it was last November, actually, yeah. we did the interview with them, and they, they were part of a global event that we ran. Um, and they were talking, it was, um, they're a family business based in Hong Kong, but I'm going to say the original founders were from Hong Kong, but the um, in terms of their culture, they want every generation. So I'm not. We're not saying this is a sweeping statement. Just to caveat that this is for all businesses in Asia. This is just this particular family business that we felt was an interesting one to share today. Um, so they feel they want they want every generation to to bring their own culture and drive that with the business forwards. And they were, they're a family business, they were well over 200 years old, and they don't encourage, though, their generation, next generations, to come into their, that business. They actually encourage them to um, create new businesses that become part of the portfolio. So they become a portfolio family business rather than a generational family business. Yeah, and that, that's very different to many other yeah. parts of the world. It, it's rather than each generation developing on that business, it was identifying and encouraging the entrepreneurialism because that way, in, in their mind's eye, it's by growing that portfolio family that if, for instance, there's an area that by default something happens, it doesn't matter overall within the collective family because mm-hmm. they've got all the other businesses around them. So it doesn't just rely on the strength and development of the culture of the one business. Their cultural approach and applying that into their business practice is by having many businesses as part of it. And that's the way that they sort of encourage it. So that's a very different approach. Yeah, but again, it comes down to exactly the, the theme. There's always common threads within the culture through every family business. And I think it's that theme around the people and the behaviours and in terms of you know their beliefs and what influences them, which is exactly what we spoke about at, at, at the start of, of today's presentation. And... We then wanted to, obviously, the UK, give you a snapshot of the UK. And we would personally say um, this is quite, there's been a real shift. And I think the pandemic has brought a shift to some of the cultural cultural aspects within family businesses. Um, We talk about them being the custodians. um, But actually, the big difference for us, and we're finding at the moment, that more and more of the generations are setting the businesses up not for their children, but for their grandchildren. So it's looking, they want the culture to really um, mirror and, and, and absolutely comes back to, they appreciate that there will have to be some changes as the business evolves and each generation 
Brings so in. it's very much looking at the long term, uh, mm-hmm. and we'll all hear of these sort of when people are talking about their long term business and their plans for the next five, ten years maximum. Well, a family business is again sharing it, saying, "No, our long term is about jumping a generation. It's not about our children, and it's about our grandchildren in there." That's what we're planning for, uh, and in terms of they talk about it from a, a venture capitalist perspective as well, is that. They're forever looking at the short term and the short term gain of helping, supporting those businesses. Well, as a family business, we're not interested in that. We're interested in the long game, the long development of this, because we see this family going for decades and centuries ahead. So it's a very different kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. I think I think as well, it's really important. And more recently, more and more families, when we talk to uh, families, we're very privileged, aren't we, that, that we, we feel that we get this insight Um, into sort of the real crux and the heart of the matter with these family businesses and I think more and more people are much more open as a whole to looking at and talking about the culture and and how that's then fed through so you and Dave we're just um running out of time we've got three more minutes until our next um session okay because there was just a a final 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 point really on that on the relevance to in terms of the other thing from the the cultural aspect from a UK perspective is actively encouraging that the next generation must move out of the business for a period of years sort of five years plus they encourage them they want them to be in a completely different sector a completely different industry and then come back in the business now historically if they left, they would never return. That has all changed now. Culturally, it's very much about now they naturally go away, bring that back into the business and developing it on. So that, that's like a, a big move and encouraging fledglings to leave the nest. Mm-hmm. Please go away. Bring in that additional expertise. And, and learn from sector. others. It's learn yeah. from others and learn that culture. Okay, right. We're appreciate on the time but well thank you very much for listening and we feel it's been a very whistle-stop snapshot for you but hopefully uh, there's more to come so so do reach out to us as you know we'd love to talk to you more so, okay thank you thank you thank you so much um any questions we'll we'll have time on the next um segment um sue and dave will be on the panel discussion so if you've got any questions you can place them in the chat box and we'll ask them thank you, see you. thank you